You are listening to Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells. You always say it's a warm flat. It is. <laughs> oh, dude, I've got a funny thing to share with you. A little bit of backstory. About 13 years ago, I joined a group on Facebook. So 13 years ago, how old group. are you? Too old to be joining <laughs> fan groups on, on, on Facebook. Facebook. Well, no, you say that, but most... Most people that join fan groups on Facebook are old, aren't they? So, well, Facebook is for us old people now, isn't it? I don't know. I'm I remember uh, it would have been maybe 2007. I was working in a uh, estate agent at the time. I remember. So I joined this fan group for uh, a show called My So Called Life. Do you remember that show? I remember that show. I never watched it, but I remember it. You might be a little too young, and you know, you're not the right demographic for it. It's like teen girls. Yeah, but I like show, teen you know. girl stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, so anyway, this the girl who ran it decided for one reason or another that she didn't, she couldn't be bothered anymore. Hmm. So she made me the admin. So I was the admin for years and years and years and years. And just basically it was me and my friends who liked my so-called life. And, you know, the 10 people that joined this thing because this girl was you know, they were her friends or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, I posted some pictures and we, you know, had a little bit of procrastination fun. Anyway, many years pass and I made another girl admin. So it's just me. It's just me and this Brazilian girl called Teresa. I don't know her. She's just really active on this group. Today, it all started kicking off with a guy whose profile picture, he looks like he has a face tattoo. No judgment, but, you know, I'm casting aspersions a little bit, perhaps. He said something quite innocuous. Somebody else jumps on him and is like, yeah, well, it's Women's History Month, so you can't be talking like that. They all start piling on this guy who friend requests me, sends me a message because we recently posted rules because Facebook groups have changed and they've gone crazy. I got moderated on somebody's status because I said... Something like men are foolish. He was a man. It was just a funny right. thing, right? So Facebook are cracking down in a really sort of overbearing way. Anyway, yeah. I'm at work, right? <laughs> I'm like trying to do my job. I'm getting all these messages from the other admin and tattoo guy. He was like, well, the main administrator um, has taken against me. I say to this guy, ironically... I'm the main administrator, but I'm like a grown-up human being with a full-time job, which I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. So I've closed that thread. Can we just leave it now? Mate, I'm 38 and I'm talking crazy shit on a 13-year-old, my so-called life. <laughs> Does it not um, fill your heart with joy, the fact that this Facebook group is still <laughs> relevant to some people? No, it's more active than it's ever been. Well, I blame lockdown for that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That I do know true. what you mean, though. It's like eBay. You know, that gets on my really gets on my nerves when I oh. sell something on eBay, no, and eBay, a day later, a day later, people are going, "Have you posted it yet?" And it's like, mate, do you think I do? you think I earn this is not my, my, my living yeah. selling shitty DVDs on eBay? No. 
I will post it out when I want to post it out. When I post it out. Fucking arseholes. It's not actually my full-time job. No. At least you are getting paid for that. I did say yeah, on one of the comments, yeah, well, better than Music Magpie. I did say on one of the comments, look, you know, this girl and I are admins, but we don't get paid for this. Like, this no, isn't our job. No, no. Yeah. Please do highlight to us anything that you want to, of course. But we can't always jump on these because they were like the admins never never respond quickly enough and I'm like I've got a full-time job and this other girl's like in Brazil who I <laughs> assume has a job and a life and I don't if know if not she's in she Brazil wants, fucking she sad. once contacted me yeah to say can you help my friend with some sort of issue like Facebook wise but with some sort of issue and I'm like I don't know what you want me to do. I'm just a person. Anytime you have an issue with this, every reply to this Brazil lady and the tattoo guy should be, I'm sorry, I don't remember what episode that's for. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> that's such a good idea. Oh, mate, I might do that. <clears throat> I watched it last night in preparation. I watched it this week. But then, you know how it ends. I was like, hang on. How does three begin? So I started watching three and then I was like, I need to stop you watching, need to start three, watching three. Fuck you now. Although to be so, fair, you, you haven't one, watched, one at a time. You haven't watched three a lot, have you? So actually watch three as no. much as you like. Fill your boots. <laughs> so um so we're here to talk about Back to the Future Part Two, if that wasn't already abundantly clear. Now, and if I remember rightly, this is your favorite of the Back yes. to the Future trilogy, isn't it? Your absolute because, favorite. Because would, got, would you say number two is is not just your favourite Back to the Future film? Would oh, you yeah. say it's like one of your like top five films, or is it just a good Back to the Future film? Um, it's definitely is it up the there top, with Wayne's It's definitely World. in the well. I recently watched Wayne's World two, and I've only ever seen it one other time. Mm. It is so bad. Yeah, it oh, doesn't be the original. Oh, no, I mean, but not even in a. Not even in a shit way, do you know what I mean? It's just so terrible. Unlike Back to the Future really... Part 2. Or Part 3, which is not my favourite. It but 3 is not in my top 10. But Back to the Future Part 2 is definitely in my we've, top 10. We've, all, we've always said that they're all pretty much on par with each other. Okay. Because so it's a coherent why, story. Here's why it? I wanted to st start here. Right. So, do you remember when we were discussing the first one? I do. I told you about a guy who I worked with who we had a big old row with um, each other when we worked with each other at Waterstones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mentioned the other day on Facebook, the Marty doesn't like being called a chicken thing really comes out of nowhere because I was watching part two, right? And it's, and, and they do it a lot in part. Once you, once yes, they do. Yes. You, once you, um, you're aware of it, fucking hell, like. Exactly. Almost in every scene, there's a comment about being a chicken. Oh. Rob says, I remember us talking about this at 3.11, which is the branch we worked at. It's such a tacked on thing from part two. There was never meant to be a sequel. It was just a funny end credit to Flash Gordon films. The reason I remember the conversation was your outrage at me ruining the trilogy for you. How are you ruining it for me when I've seen it already? And yeah. also, I'm at work. It's like, leave me alone. It was a Saturday. Yeah. Um, I asked you to point out where the chicken scene was in part one. And you went off claiming you would find it. I did no such thing because that sounds very energetic. Mm. So, but here is something that I never considered and I'd like your opinion. So two of my friends on Facebook 
these are all male friends, by the way. My female friends do yeah. not comment. On I think there's a back I've to got, the future. I was going to say, I think there's a, a huge demographic of male fans of both. Yeah. Not to be so, sexist, but no. So, so two other people have said something that I was like, huh. So uh, a guy called Simon says, consequences of messing with the timeline, he should count himself lucky. And Alex says, I still maintain he travelled to a parallel 1985 at the end of the first film. This is why the chicken thing appeared in two and three, lol. And I wonder what you think about that, that he travelled to a parallel, like, therefore, it's because of he messed up the timeline. So if we are looking... That's such a good point, and I've never thought of that. No. No, if we are looking so thank you, at Alex what... and Simon, if you ever listen. So, so, okay, let's jump ahead in part two, where they go back to 85, and it's all been fucked up, and Biff's in charge, and Doc and Marty are in Doc's garage, and he explains to him what's happened, and that the, the, the time is a straight line, and it's skewered, into this alternative 1985 because the, they changed the, the things. Great, the great blackboard scene, yeah. which is parodied so many times. So yeah. it's just so simple, but it's but so it, it works and it, and, it, and, it, and it explains everything. However, that is caused, that alternative 1985 is, is caused by uh, a, cha- a change, a change in the past. So Marty changed things in the first one. So, yeah. No, the yes. 1985 he goes back to is an alternative. I mean, we know that because obviously, you know, George McFly isn't the dweeby dweeb. No, and, and, and the parents are happy. Partner. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. And so something about that has changed Marty to be this whole, like, he doesn't like being called a chicken thing. So mm. that, I never considered that before. and I And I sort of accept it now. So... I think we've I think we've solved that one. We have, but does there is a stark contradiction, and I was thinking this when I was watching it the other night. Is that and this goes with what you've just been saying because Marty goes back in the first one and his parents are better and his his home life is better and there's this apart from that, everything else seems to be the same. But yeah, for Marty's personal life, things are better. Doc mm. is absolutely fine with that. Yes. However, in number two, he yes. wants to go back in time. He wants to go forward in yes. time to make to sure check- Marty's yes. life is okay. But then, but here's, but here's the thing, right? And then his son yeah. doesn't go to jail. But then Marty gets the fucking almanac, and then Doc yes. lectures him about don't change yes. time to get rich. And, it's and like, that's a really good point. And also leads me to a point, which is because I listened to, thank you for um, pointing out, there's audiobooks available. It's called, oh, what is it? Audio of the Damned. It's this guy, he sounds so much like Jesse Eisenberg and he reads out the, the novels. But, he, but he's not Jesse Eisenberg. No, he's not. His name's Joel Olson. Because I was like, is this Jesse Eisenberg? <laughs> I had to look him up. Well, maybe it is, anyway. but he's, he's, doing, he's got like oh, a... Oh, maybe. Maybe. Like a kind of... Um... Because I was listening and I was at, at work, you know, you're sort yeah. of taking more in in a different way. Hmm. You know the bit where um, we overhear, because, um, uh, oh, my goodness, what's her name? The wife, Go the on. girlfriend? Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, idiot. 
um, because Jennifer comes to the house because the police have dropped her off. Mm. And so we overhear um, Marty's mum and dad talking to her, her, Marty's daughter mm. about this car accident that he had with yep. the Rolls Royce. Yep. And it's and then she says, oh, you know, because he doesn't like being called chicken. Now, because I started watching three, Doc does say something to him about um, that that car accident in it. And I th and I was thinking it in two and I was thinking it in three. Well, why doesn't Doc go and tell Marty to stop that incident? Because that's what fucked up Marty's personal life, yeah, which made that, him, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, why are you choosing don't send your kid to jail mm. as the as the thing to change? Yeah. If you're going to change anything, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder he's insane. I mean, I mean, this is he's great, but <clears throat> this is the problem with not the problem, but this is the thing with time travel movies is that yes. you have to just enjoy them because if of you think course. too much about them, you can pick holes for days. But the but the, but the the thing that Back to the Future as a whole as a trilogy has, which some other time travel movies doesn't, is that there's so much more to it than just time travel. There's so much more to enjoy. So, yeah, all that stuff we've just spoke about, if you're an arsehole, you could be like, oh, it's a load of wank, I'm not going to watch it. But there's so much going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, because... there's so many layers to it. Do you know what? I did not realise until... So I watched it again last night before we decided to have a chat about it. And I've watched this trilogy since I was, I mean, well, the first one came out in 85. I was born in 85. So I've watched this trilogy for as long as I can remember. And it wasn't until last night that I realized, and some people listening to this might go, I can't believe you didn't know that. I did not notice that when the alternative 1985, the casino that Biff now owns is part of the clock tower because you can oh, see the fucking no. clock tower. and and even on even That's on right. the, even on the tv screen what marty is watching at the biff tannen museum they even mention the the dilapidated um courthouse being rejuvenated by biff and so but that went over my head and i was watching it i was like oh my god that's the fucking clock tower this film it's so, it's so something in yeah, and it's film. so great isn't it that there are all those little threads and easter eggs and mm. yeah it there's and not, that is what there's makes not it many enjoyable. films that you can re-watch over and over again and always find something new no i know i agree i agree and um is that and what, also go on. i was gonna say is that why you like it or is it because of the future sequence, which is only 40 minutes of the film? Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone talks about so, yeah. being the future episode, and it's not really. So for me, it is a little bit that, but it's also I really like um, alternate timeline stories, and I just right. think that they do this one particularly well, mm. and, and because they go into the future, and I always find that amusing. Mm. Either you go, oh, that looks exciting, or when you watch it and it's all now in the past, you go, oh my god, how wrong did we get it? You know. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of both. But I really do like alternate histories and things mm. because I, I do. 
you know, it's a really bad film, but I, I even like things like Sliding Doors. Like, it's not the oh, best yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I do I, like that. Sounds... What if? What if? What? Yeah. You know, like, the butterfly effect, that wasn't a great film. But anything like you that. Like the concept I just, of it. You I just like think, the... yes, I love that. I love it. So even if it's bad, badly done, I, I still quite enjoy the romp. And the other thing that makes this, I think, just of that, maybe it's of its time and whatever, but... You know the the um, we've discussed this before about movies, probably this one, but that like incidental music that you don't really get anymore. You get it a lot mm. in like Beverly Hills Cop and yep. that sort of <clears throat> that sort of eighties yeah. movie. And I just I actually do find when I watch films that have it in there, I do think, do you know what? That is it is just fun, isn't it? It's like yeah. can't we just have a little ba dow bow ba dow ba dow ba dow ba <laughs> why not for me as soon as i start hearing that music i get so such a warm feeling and again that's that's because of like childhood you know but even the even the little like like you know the little the, 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 yes the little like, little tiny incidental which, which starts right at the beginning of the films you know you get yes that it does like oh you know i remember um when we were working in an office and it was open plan I was sitting there one day, Ugh. and yeah, I know. Uh, but I was sitting They're actually there. really bad for work as well. Anyway, yeah, yeah, they are. No, you're right. Um, I was sitting there one day, and from afar, you know, I'd say a good, you know, f- few desks down, in a like another team that I did not, I don't, you know, didn't know them at all. Someone's the enemy. Fa- yeah, someone's phone <laughs> went, and it was that like that little tingle thing that you know in in back to the future that, yeah and i was like oh i got really excited you know um it's oh it's brilliant just yeah it is brilliant and i think filmmakers need to bring it back for crying mm. out loud like there's it's, it, it's serious enough but it's fun enough there's the, the right balance of ser- seriousness yes but it is it's still it doesn't lose its fun that film um no do you do you think that it's evident from I say two and three because they were filmed back to back and the storylines merge into one and they're very much one whole storyline. Yes. But is it jarring to you or does it feel quite natural the the transition from one to two? Because to me, it's always been that's that's like what like let's say that's like two weeks or whatever of marty mcfly's life all the way from the word go you know because from the end of number one it goes straight into number two number three that's that's an epic you know he's obviously in the wild west for a while so i'd say yeah two weeks of mm. his life and in it, in it it doesn't it doesn't jar me i think they did it quite well i know that the ending of number one was just supposed to be a bit of a joke yeah but then when they elaborated on that and actually made a storyline out i think yeah i mean i think they did that well um it's funny isn't it but i suppose because i'm of the era where you would have had them on vhs cassette tapes and you Mm. wouldn't have necessarily owned all three i mean i certainly remember two and three coming out yeah 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 i think that it's only in this age of instant streaming that it's actually been so plainly evident to me that they are one film. 
essentially two yeah, and three yeah, yeah, are yeah, one yeah. film yeah so yeah it because it's because it's only the other day when i was watching two on um whatever i was watching on sky movies that i was like oh hang on it, like it it literally is now i have to watch three yeah 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 because it isn't finished it's like <coughs> it's not an ending it's a proper pause mm. I mean, it's not even a pause. It's a cliffhanger, is it? Is it? It's, it's a cliffhanger. Yes, exactly, like, whoa, exactly. Yeah. It's an actual cliffhanger. But yeah, it it it's now evident. And also, I think when you're a kid, you just sort of accept whatever. I mean, one of one of the my favorite films, Mikey and I, when we were kids, was and I've said this before, was a movie called High Point, which is the most boring film that anyone's ever heard of. I mean, it's so boring. Yeah. But you know what little kids are like? They just become obsessed mm. with something and then... And they just watch it, just, it over and over again. comfort. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. It might be an yeah. advert for mm. cheese. I don't know why cheese. <laughs> <laughs> do we advertise cheese? Yeah, we do. I'm sure we do. Cathedral Sissy. <laughs> other cheeses um, are yes, available. Other <laughs> cheeses. But guess what cheese I have in my fridge? Cathedral City. Yeah. Mini. mini Extra mature. Blocks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Whatever's in the net. Who's eating mild cheese is what I want to know. I eat, I eat all sorts of cheese. Well, I, 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 I don't would. give a shit. But who's 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 actively going out? My, my and dad mild does not. He doesn't consider mild cheese to be a cheese. I, I agree, mean, you dad. You know, I'll eat it because it technically is. A I cheese. said to him once, but, but I had it around someone's house because I'd never had it before, and I was about mm. fifteen, and I said, mm. "Actually, it tastes quite nice." And he's like, "Does it taste of anything?" He yeah. has extra mature, and I'm like, all right, yeah. come on. Sometimes yeah. you're taking this too far. No, to taking it too far would be vintage mature. <laughs> oh, he does that. Oh my god, he's an yeah, animal. baby, yeah, baby. Here's here's something that um, I thought was. I mean, it's not that I noticed it in this film, but it's such a big thing in this film. Flying cars are always in the future, right? Mm. Do we really? I mean, look, you. I can't drive, but you can. Do you really want to be able to fly the car? Does it? It doesn't seem like it's a good idea. Actually, I mean, I do having thought about it. I do think, in terms of like air traffic control that we have now, when it comes, it'd be to, a nightmare, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? And and there's like the the hover conversion thing going on. Where I mean, the, that is clever. I do like you know, which which is the which is feasible, isn't it? Is is if, if cars were it's like automatics and manuals, I guess like. If cars were able to fly, that's see, look, nice little. Um, I'm showing, I'm showing James Le for the Lego DeLorean. Since this is not a visual, visual media, I'm showing James that I have a Lego DeLorean that I do tend to keep. You can you can adjust the wheels so that it's yeah. a hover car, and I do tend to keep it like a hover car because I think that's fun, and I um and dots sticking out of it. <laughs> Oh, cute dog! I actually Lego. don't know where um where my Marky's gone. He's over there, probably. Did you send him back to the future? I don't know, to the future, yeah. Yeah. He's but, in the alternate nineteen eighty five. Oh no! God. But yeah, it is feasible in the sense that they've painted on the on the on the roads like no landing bays and stuff like that. You can imagine that there would be. Oh no, they they imagine it so well. Yeah, they've can, done it so well. And you can well. imagine that if it was real, there would be like a transition between all flying cars and people still driving around as as normal um but i do agree with you though it's it's like 
It's I, like I, be a lot of I mean, and, and they didn't yeah. do it in this film, which is probably another thing that I like. It's like the fashion of the future is always very shiny. They do have shiny. some shiny things, is, but is it's it, like it's quite colourful, though, isn't it? In this one, yeah, it's, it's either like shiny that. or it's um like not, yeah, or no, very, no, um, not, not perspex, but that kind of like coloured kind of yes. acrylic thing going thing. on, you know. And I do like that in this film. <clears throat> People are still wearing jeans. People are still inside wearing out. They're wearing their jeans inside out. Yes, you must take your pockets yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you remember crisscross, but people were wearing jeans back to front no, for ten minutes in the nineties. No. Well, you you missed it. <laughs> it was. Thank it God, was I a, missed that. It was a great time. Did you do crisscross that? Crisscross will make you wanna jump, jump. Um, I refuse to comment. The one thing that they should have done, which they didn't do, is they should have made the clock tower digital. It should have been a digital mm. clock. Yeah. That That's would have worked. True. That, that is, would, that would yeah, that, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I do wish we had um, holographic cinema adverts. That oh, would be fun. The, the Jaws one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not with that sort of graphic. There is a shit graphic for the... so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he does turn around and he says the shark still looks fake. Yes. But the shark in Jaws looks 10 times better than the the hologram that comes jumping out at him. And is it, what is it, Jaws? Jaws, Jaws, Jaws 13. Jaws 18 or something, isn't it? I think it's 13. No, Mm. I don't remember. Because Spielberg's Um, like a, a producer of it, isn't he? He's not. Yeah, and he uses his son's name as the director. On the um, oh, does he? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's his son's name. Hmm. See, it's full of little tiny little, little yeah, and like another it's, thing is it's been when he goes, about, hasn't it? Yes, when he goes into Cafe 80s, hmm. as he enters, there's a Pac Man game, and it says on it that um, it says priceless artifact, do not touch. Never noticed that before, really. Yes. Well, so it's and not then, even. It's not even like you know, like they've because they've got wild guns. Yeah, because then, because then he talks to Elijah used. Wood famously. It's Elijah yeah. Wood's first role. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it says on it, priceless artifact, do not touch. Wow. And but what's funny about that, of course, is that you can buy these arcade machines, including Pac-Man, on eBay for like yeah. okay, maybe a grand or whatever. But still, you know, we could play them. It's not but, a problem. Yeah, but it's almost like um, treating the 80s stuff which at the time obviously was the current stuff as antique you know whereas well i think the the pac-man <clears throat> thing would have been from the late 70s actually so maybe it's you know just that bit more vintage oh, it shouldn't even be in cafe 80s then. well no it would have been because it would have been in the i want to open cafe 80s by the way i wonder <laughs> if there are any cafe 80s in in America, I'm surprised that like Universal Studios have never done one. Oh well, one of them is the Serial Killer Cafe, which is an oh, 80s, okay. 90s yeah. theme place. Well, no, I don't want that. I want one that no. looks like that. To be honest, um, I'm going to see what. This I mean, is. I've been there. I've been to the the Hill Valley. I've been to the 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 problem is is that they still use it for filming, so it looks just like a square. Whereas I guess oh. if, if they wasn't using it for filming, then I, w- I would open up the cafe eighties and you know have like elements of Back to the Future there. Maybe like half of it's 
Western, no, third of its Western, third of its 50s, and a third of its future. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. Okay, you need to become a billionaire and do that. Make my own Hill Valley, yeah. I've got a question, and I don't know if if it, I I started listening to the novelization, but I didn't finish, but I don't know if it's mentioned in there. What are the two people in Cafe 80s on the exercise bikes actually doing? It's not mentioned, no. It's not. Are they? Are they? I think they're powering it. Right, because I wasn't sure whether it was just a thing, like a gimmicky thing in a cafe, like, oh, you can have your soda while doing your exercises. Well, and Uh, also because aerobics was such a big old deal, wasn't it? But then Griff turns around and says, keep pedaling, you two. So is he, is it something to do with, if it is to power the electric, then that's not very futuristic, is it? Well, do you know what I was thinking? We've gone back. To the future. Um, (laughs) I was thinking, I have always thought that it was to power the monitors that have like. With um, uh, Ronald Reagan. Reagan and yeah. Yeah, and I the thought Ayatollah that. that's why I used to think it was because that's why they glitch so badly. But again, or why part, we, partly why empowering it because it's to keep fit. Plus, um, I don't know. Mm. It's why not explained. Not? It's not explained. No, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> mm. Who are the Who are the exercise? Who are these people? People in the thing. Exercise bikes, cafe eighty. <laughs> what is the point? <laughs> what is the I'll tell you what I did have to Google. I had to Google because I've never really thought about it until now. But the guy that's talking to Marty in the future about the Cubbies winning the World Series. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's all he's in loads of old man makeup, isn't he? And I'm like, yes. why the fuck's he in old man makeup? Just get an old man to because play. Because it's him. the because it's, it's the, the mechanic, guy. isn't it? It's the yes. mechanic in the 50s who has to clear all the manure from manure who has to clear all the manure off of um biff's car and there was a deleted scene where yes apparently he didn't he still didn't pay him the 300 dollars to clean the car Um, but that explains why they've got the same character same guy dressed up yes because i'm like what's the point so it says here on um this is about the exercise bikes yes it says on backtothefuture.fandom.com, Utopedia. <laughs> mm. There were two exercise bikes in the cafe 80s in 2015 as a reference to both the cafe's time as Lou's aerobic fitness centre in 1985 and the returning popularity of trends from the 1980s. A man and a woman were working out on these but stopped when they were distracted by Griff Tannen, causing a scene by throwing Marty McFly Jr., over the counter the couple hastily resumed their workout when griff pointed in their direction and ordered keep pedaling you two so, so they so are just, just exercising so he's like don't don't make a scene mind your business carry, carry, yeah basically oh, okay i don't remember hmm. it being an aerobics cafe no the... i don't remember that oh actually in number one when he's hanging behind the thing Again, so many fucking layers. When he's hanging behind the car by the beginning and the power of love's playing, he waves, doesn't he, oh, at, the, yeah, yeah. at the aerobic people. Oh, I've, I've right. never twigged that that's the That's cafe. the same bloody place. What are we like? Fucking hell. It is mad, though. There's so much that goes on in that 2015 section. And, and as you say, it's such a short minutes. Because then after that, we're we're off. We're back to 85. We're and back to the future. One. 
we're back yeah back to well back to the past back to, back to the past back to the past again mm. and then back to the future but it's the present and that's the other thing isn't it that people complain about and it's not back to the future at all because they actually go to the present yeah all right just yeah but the amount of times just... they fucking say back to the future in it even right at the end when but Doc's, can we just Doc, calm Doc goes, down i'll just send you back to the future and he goes yeah yeah but i'm back i'm back from the future you know they're they uh, they reference it themselves but also back to the present just sounds shit yep internet people complain <laughs> uh i also read an art well i've given read an article that was like the makers of back to the future admit that biff tannen in 1980 in the bad 1985 was based on donald trump and i'm like no shit really so I the the one I've been to Trump Tower when I went to New York we went in there and it is tacky as fuck and yes. the interior the interior all the gold fucking shit going on inside is very reminiscent of uh, you can't buy Tower. cars aside from that I'm not I'm not disputing what you've just said but aside from that what other what are the other connections there why is is the alternative Biff like Trump. Trump has always been quite um, obnoxious. Mm. And I think it's clear that Biff Tannen is very obnoxious. He's also always had this reputation of being a very ruthless businessman right. who is not mm, kind-hearted, let's say, and very tacky. So all of those things. I mean that is Trump yeah. all over. So yes, and and kind of you know you've got that. to remember that even though looks wise he's not very Trump though, is he? With that shit hair, the hair aside, everything else, the sideburns, the kind of Elvis looking outfit. Yeah, but you know, look. well, the thing is, is um, you've got to remember that the Trump of the eighties and nineties is not necessarily the Trump that we know now. He always I mean, wore he did, a suit. Yes, but he did sort of have kind of sideburns. But I think also it's just, you know, an exaggeration. And, you know, it's a sort of American pop culture thing of that flashy sort of Texan oil tycoon. Yeah. You know, like if you think about Dallas or Dynasty yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So yeah. it's sort of an amalgamation of that sort mm. of trope mm. plus Trump mm. equals... Biff Tannen in Bad 1985. Right. 1985. B. I mean, I know we've we've spoken about this before, but yeah. Thomas F. Wilson, who plays Biff, and I think especially in this one, because he's got he has a lot more to do. He's mm. not just he's not just because um, even in number one, actually, when you first meet him and he's bullying George McFly as an older man. Yes. He's not as, he doesn't seem as ruthless and as mean as the alternative 1985 version of the old. Yes. He seems, he's a fucking arsehole in number two when he's the alternative. But in, in, yes. the first, in the first one, he's just like, you know, say hi to your mum for me. And he's, you know, he, he's just yes. a bit of a bully. Whereas yes. yeah, number two, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Um, so you, in number one, you've got you've got that version, you've got the young version of Biff, and then you've got the the kind of uh, the geeky version of Biff 
where he's been changed and he's trying to please yeah. George all the time. In number yeah. two, you've got old Biff, you've got young Biff again, you've got alternative 1985 Biff, you've got him playing Griff as well, his grandson. He's actually yes. a really fucking good actor. And he's a really lovely man. They, and a they, lot of people sure have said, that, said that, that, that. Yeah, yeah no, he is really, really lovely. Mm. And, well, he seems to but be. But he's convincing in every element. He is convincing, yes. But also, okay, so I have thought this before, and maybe it's just I, I'm feeling old and sensitive, but, right, one, he lives with his granny. Where yeah, are his yeah. parents? Yeah, yeah, Two, yeah. his granny is horrible to him. She like, literally and, wants to know where he's going all the time. That's not in number and, one, is it? We don't know that he lives with his no, granny. No, I don't know. I don't think so at all. Right. No. We just know that he's a bully and we don't see any other side of him apart from, as you say, the alternative now real 1985, if you like. Mm. But look, I know it's a bit sort of, I don't know, pop psychology to say, but mm. people who bully are often in a lot of pain themselves, right? Mm. And like, I'm not sort of i'm not excusing his behavior particularly his sexual harassment of yeah. um the mum but um you know the way that his grandmother treats him like no wonder he's projecting this awful and, persona yeah. and and the fact that we don't hear about his mum and dad possibly no so it's almost like there's a hint of an up, origin there yeah where he's, yes you can see we why need, he became a bully Cliff's origin story because yeah. he is a dick and like when he chucks the he fucking is a dick there's no ball. yeah 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 no, he, chuck, there's no... he chucks the balls yeah. away from the little but kid it is because he's been treated for perhaps because he's been treated so poorly by his primary <clears> caregivers yeah that he's just projecting you know negativity and animosity and he realizes he can get, you know, positive attention through fear, i.e., his friend, so-called friends, mm. are scared of him. So they do his bidding, much like he does the bidding of his grandmother. Mm. We and in the alternative you. version of 85, they're still doing it. The the yes, the bullies. Because, because you know, you yeah. can get things done if you if you rule through fear, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and although it's true that you catch more flies with honey. It's quick, you get quicker results, you know. Like, okay, this is a little bit deep perhaps for Back to the Future, but you know, there's a thing called operant conditioning, which is um, if you want to train like a dog, you hit the dog and the dog will learn, but you can teach the dog more long lasting things if you treat, you know, give the dog treats, but it's a longer process. But the dog will remember the tricks. A lot, and they found this with children as well. Mm. Although you you can train somebody to do something quicker with punishment, it actually sticks better if you if you reward them. You know, so Biff is getting results, i.e., attention and so-called friendship, which he's obviously lacking by being horrible to everybody, right? Yeah. But he sort of learns, doesn't he? I mean, he's a little bit too. Howardly, I suppose, at the mm. end of Back to the Future 1. But, you know, I sent you that thing <clears> where I read a, a Reddit fan theory that I, I quite liked. And again, it's another one of those like little details that you miss, yeah. where at the end of 1, he owns his own auto detailing yeah. um, company because he obviously found something that he was good at and he takes pride in it. You know, so the argument is that everybody's life was improved 
by Marty going to 1955 originally and changing the future. Yeah. Because this person goes on to say, you know, he was getting George to do his reports and homework for him. And obviously that would have continued into adult life. The guy obviously is unhappy and cannot work in the job that he was doing very well. And so, you know, anyway, I thought that was a really interesting concept that like, yeah, actually, maybe if he was proud of himself without the need for other people's approval, i.e. his grandmother, who's awful, then he could find some happiness. And then anyway. Yeah, it's quite, no, 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 you're right though, but it's quite interesting. And that's what I like about this film is it does make you think. And I like the way you fill in the gaps because on the surface, you could just go and watch it. And probably as a kid, this is exactly what we're thinking that George McFly stood up to Biff Tannen. And that's why Biff Tannen is now, you know, meek and, 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 but actually, if you if you then go through the steps, it wasn't just that. It's exactly what you said about George doing Biff's homework. So then if, if George has stood up for himself, he's obviously then later on said to Biff, I'm not doing your homework anymore. You can fuck off. Biff yes. has then started to fail at school. Yes. Which is then the, the 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 chain reaction. And then what's happened is over the it's led him to then have to look and also alternative kind of keep, career and stuff. And also which, because he can't keep affording to pay to get his car fixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. been hit by manure how yeah. many times. Yeah. And so he's like, well, fuck this. I'll do it myself. Realises oh, that he I'm quite, quite enjoys it and is good at it. Yeah. And then maybe a friend of his says, hey, look, you know, do you mind? I'll give you money. Mm. Then, hey, you know, you're just, you know, charging mates rates for doing something that you enjoy anyway. You're doing a really good job. So you're taking pride in that. And then all of a sudden you're making money. You can move out of your shitty grandmother's house. Mm. Fuck your shitty grandmother. And you've, you've got pride. You've got income. You know, it's just... I don't know. Everything's all interlinked with people, then, right? Just, just, just anyway. That's the thing. If you really think about this stuff, it is interesting. It's, um, you know, because on the flip side of that, you've got old Biff going back in time, me and young Biff, giving him the easy way, the yeah, the the almanac, well, which ooh, has changed. It's an you allegory know, for pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. But this is what I'm saying: is that isn't it? It makes you think. I'll get things handed what, to you on what, the plate. No, but also. The, the opportunities you're given or what you do with your life, how that enforces what you are like as a person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could be a different person had my life gone a different way. And of that's course. basically what, that's basically the story of Biff. Through so one, to, definitely. I was, I was talking to me. But more, more, um, it, it, the, the story is, it is the story of Biff. In, in number one, but it is um, more focused on in number two, like uh, re-emphasise, I guess. Like, yes, you know, this is, you know, we saw what happened to Biff because his life went this way instead. But yeah. It, we, so really, a, a, this, this is Biff's yeah. story. What do you think? And maybe, it, yeah, maybe it is Biff's Until story. Until he gets number three. Well, I don't know because uh, Buford's in it, isn't he? Which we will come on to when we speak about yes. him because he's brilliant as Mad Dog Tan. He he is. He, he's just he's just a great actor. And this movie, I mean, this franchise rather, 
shows his scope and why he why isn't he in more things is yeah, beyond me. Yeah. I mean maybe he doesn't want to be. Maybe. And that's cool. I mean, I'm very lazy, so I mean I'm sure I'm sure he, he can, does. But... If he can afford to, you know, not work as much as one needs to, then great. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Sorry, you were yeah. going to say about uh, Maiden. Well, no, you because you were saying about you know the choices and things that happen to us that we make and decisions that we take change our life. And I was talking to Susan and Mead on Saturday, and I was saying, and it's something that Susan and I have discussed before. But like, if I hadn't bunked off school quite so much, I wouldn't have been a mature student when I went to university. I would not have met Susan and Mead. There's no way. There's just okay. no way. Our paths would not have crossed. Mm. And thus, I would never have met you. I would never have. You know what I mean? Like, there yeah. are so many. It's really easy to dismiss something that you did. 10 20 years ago as irrelevant to what you're doing now but when you look back and you you then go through the stages which got you it or you it know like it's really fundamental easy to regret things right like yeah. i regret working at the estate agents for six months but had i not left waterstone because i worked <clears> waterstones <throat> twice right so had i not left waterstones the first time to get the job at the estate agent, and I, I, I want to make it very clear, I was not an estate agent. I repeat, I was not an estate agent. I worked in the office. Estate agents are evil people. You I did, agree. You did and paint pictures for them. I did paint pictures. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but you know, had I not had I not done that, which led to that, I would not have been totally miserable in the estate agents. I would therefore not have gone back to college, not have gone to university, not have met Susan, not have met Mead, not have done a comedy course and met you. Do mm. you know what I mean? And like so many things in my life, personally, I think, are vastly improved by me having bunked off school for yeah. ever. You know, and so like on the one hand, because I did spend a long time in my young adult life feeling like, oh man, you know, like I really fucked up here and I shouldn't have done it you know like oh if only I had gone to university when I should have it would have been cheaper it would I would have been here in my career and not there in my career mm. but then I wouldn't have met Sarah I wouldn't have met Hayley I wouldn't have met Lisa do you know like all of these yeah. people that I value and love mm. and so do you know what it's a fucking fine trade-off and I'm really glad mm. that I fucked school up yeah <laughs> so, like that what? is not my that's not my no, um but PSA or anything no like, but like I think if, if if you're happy with with your life currently I mean that's there, a there is there is I'm happy with my friends currently there, so there isn't there isn't a huge fine. reason to have a regret do you know what I mean no and I no. do think there's that saying isn't there it's very cliche of like don't like never have regrets of things that it's like oh shut up people mm. can regret things like whatever but if your life is not where you want it to be right this second, it's not because you fucked up in the past. Just change it now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Th there is no point in saying, oh, well, you I can't should change the past. No, exactly. We now. don't yeah. have a DeLorean with a flux capacitor. So yeah. there's no point, I suppose, yeah. in regretting yeah. stuff. In, uh, like and and done, as, as we know, if we did have a time machine, a DeLorean, if you go back and change stuff, it's not necessarily... You might end up thing. you might end up fucking like it really up even worse. Weird, yeah. Well, you might end up with a really weird complex about being called chicken. Like mm, grow exactly. up, Marty. Come exactly. on. And then you break your hand, you can't play your guitar anymore, you, you end wear, up wearing two ties. Two ties. Yeah. What's the two ties? <laughs> 
of all of the fashion it's, things, a, it's a modern fa- yeah the two yeah. ties is yeah. so hilarious yeah. Yeah. again if we're talking about good actors i mean there's a little bit of prosthetics involved um with teeth for when he's playing his son but he's playing his daughter as well and i think they they dubbed that with a different woman's voice but he's very good at it yes he's very good at it got to that i mean it's quite attractive audience. actually when he's there's a woman now, now this is where James uh, <laughs> reveals weird fetishes about Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is a he, drag, a handsome, yeah. he is a handsome man. So. And a beautiful woman. And a beautiful woman. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a bit in the book where he, the, I don't know, man, the description is so hilarious. So it's all from Jennifer's point of view, that, that whole bit. The whole thing, and, they just keep going on and on about how much both of the kids look like Marty. One, like, fine, sure. But also how, like, broad-shouldered the daughter is and how, like, you know, like, they're really awful. They're so... But it's really mean, actually. Like, it gets to about five or six, you know, descriptions in. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Like, okay, we get it. She's not a pretty woman. I get it. Well... I would. Well, I would. I tell you the other thing I would as well. I would eat the hell out of that pizza. It always looks so good. The hydrated pizza. That Black and Decker need to fucking make that a reality. Fuck the air dryer. Imagine We've seen air dryers now. Yeah. So people are obsessed with them. Imagine the, the storage space you would save if you just bought right. like a box of twenty hydrate pizzas. 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 (laughs) I I can't speak to them. Hydrated pizzas. Whack them in the cupboards or in the fridge, freezer, wherever you add. However, Black and Decker. For somebody somebody with such as. That is 20 mils there. Mate. It'd be perfect for flats, wouldn't it? Yes. It is fantastic. I mean, and when it comes out and and it's steaming. And it, it looks so tasty. I also like that um that weird, you know, the, the, the fruit the thing plant thing. Down. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, there's some amazing little things in the future. Apparently, I they got like think... 50% of uh, the future right. Maybe not 2015. Because 2015 is was was no not. No one uses fax 2015 machines. 2015 was oh, not. One, machine. no one uses fax machines. And two, why no have you got loads of toys. like fax machine like dispenser things in like I know, everywhere yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you do that Fucking... i do like the, in, the, in, the, in the closet where she's hiding oh we'll have a fax machine in there as well shall we okay you don't often go in there so what's gonna go what's gonna happen he's like give it two months you're gonna you open, open the closet the and a fucking pile of faxes you like, oh fuck <laughs> that's true i also i really like the um the massive laser discs it's like because I know that that was a thing. They the ones that are packed up. Is that the yes. Yeah, I, I yeah. noticed that. I never noticed that before. But they were a oh, thing, weren't that. they? But they, they were just a didn't... thing. They were a thing for ten seconds yep. in nineteen eighty four, right? Yep. I mean, seriously. No, I even knew people. No, they that came back in like yeah, but they were in like on, the nineties as well, weren't they? Or, or early two thousands. They tried what, to... laser discs. Yeah, like massive kind of vinyl size 
CDs. It's ridiculous. And then I, I think I, very soon afterwards, DVD came out and then just shit on. It was a bit like, a bit like um, MP3 players. Like they came out and then. Don't you mean? No, uh, no you mean sorry. Mini disc. Mini disc, yeah. Mini disc come out and then MP3 mini disc, players mini disc came out a month later man. and just fucked off. Mini the disc. thing is, right, here's, here was my problem with mini disc already. Mm. I already had a tape cassette player mm. and a CD Walkman, right? Yeah. I ended up, oh, I think I then bought a better tape Walkman mm. and would just make mixed tapes because, um, as we've already established, I'm very old now. Yeah. And so, but my tape Walkman had radio on it as well right mm. so and i'd spent like 70 pounds i mean this was fucking high tech bloody walkman right and i actually i broke kelly's one i had to buy her a new one anyway that was just a memory <laughs> that came to me but i did buy her a new one my point being like we'd already got tapes why am i bothering to then buy another thing just to make mixed mini discs because it was very difficult even then to buy an album that was on mini disc. Yeah, but they were very good at editing with them. That was the thing about the mini disc. Well, so I, the, had a, the edit, I had a, I had a hi-fi and I would just press record and play. I was old school, man. You were old school. I was keeping it real. And you I used to make... Five minutes in 2015. I would have been fine. I'm very good at uh, keeping abreast of technology, actually. Really? I'll have you know, madam. Would you have won, uh, would you have worn two ties? No, because I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah, but 2015, yeah. The thing is, I don't feel like... I would have worn those trainers. Aside from Apple... Oh, the trainers are amazing. Aside from, like, Apple technology and, you know, televisions getting skinnier and stuff like that, it doesn't feel like much has changed since I was a kid. So when I watch Back to the Future now, aside from them mentioning the word 2015... I still kind of watch it as if it's the future. Um, do you know? Do you know I what do, I mean? Like I, I do. Like I do know that what could you be. Mean. I could be watching that now, and that could actually be set in you know twenty fifty five or something. I do know what you mean, but I actually, I really do disagree that not a lot has changed. Really? Yeah. Uh, what? Okay, maybe it's just. There's only a, a, a short difference in our age, actually. I mean, obviously, but, things like the internet, that's a big thing. Right, but the internet, mobile phones. But fundamentally, just like the look and feel of a lot of stuff is is, is not as extreme as what you see in 2015. Like, like the clothes we were wearing, for instance, they're pretty much standard of, you know, what we wore 20 years ago. It's almost like we've hit a wall because... Now everyone's going back and they're, they're, you know, there's elements of the 80s well, I, or there's the I elements of the that. 60s or the 90s. I saw that in the 90s. It's not as drastic. The, do you remember no. Cam, Camden and Cyberdog? Yeah. So that was like, let's try and get the future out there. And it's never caught on. Whereas like 2015 in Back to the Future Part 2 is so radically different. Like everyone is wearing the multicolored or the the two tone and the perspex and the acrylic it, like the old people, I don't know mate I remember old the people are, are wearing it the you know even like old old biff is looking a bit futuristic in his checkered pants and stuff whereas whereas now in real life you yeah. might see an old person 
Do you know? Do you know though? I think that part of that might be, and I and I do think it's a very modern phenomena, actually. Um, this like, oh, what the fucking hell is the word? <laughs> this, um, you know, you know, like millennials versus oh, generational wars, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's always been a thing where it's like, oh, the kids today, but now it seems really heightened that like Gen Z is against millennials who are against boomers, who are against Gen X, who are against millennials, who are against, Mm. that has never been a thing before. It was always like, oh, these kids nowadays, this bloody music, you call this music, that's always been the thing. But now Gen Z are attacking millennials for like wearing skinny jeans and having a side parting Maybe I spend too much time in the internet. I was going to say the internet is a, is, is, is a problem. The internet's um, bad. There's not much mentioned of the internet in Back to the Future Part No, there isn't. Either. And there were a couple of things that I was like, oh, man, they got that really wrong, which is why I scoffed when you said that they got loads of it right, because I was like, mm, well, the cubby, The so. Cubbies did well, uh, win the World Series. Yes, um, I know. We've got um, <laughs> automated waiters and waitresses now in certain restaurants. In Legoland in Denmark, mm. there is this thing where you like plug bits of Lego into this thing, and then you like like an old sort of cartridge game. Then you plug it into this computer screen, and then your meal comes. I want to go to Legoland. Then you know. basically, that's what. What I'm if you were really hungry and you're like, just feed me? I I don't know. What if you were like, you know, <laughs> know. Low, low blood sugar and you're like, I can't build something. I just need food. Yeah. No, you don't. Ha- you don't have to build something. You just like put like three yellow blocks as a chicken Kiev. <laughs> I don't know. There's just you know various different blocks mm. mean various different things, and you've got like a flat bit of Lego. You plug the bits of Lego on it. You don't have to build anything. It's not like build a house and then we'll feed you some chips. No, James. I know you're. I know you're diabetic, and I know that blood sugar is always, yeah. always a thing. But maybe you know that we you can get ninety nine calorie uh, Snickers, and so they're like not a, all that is is a small not Snickers. a fun size. Yeah, but it's like not a fun size, and it's not as big as a. So it's not as small as a fun size. The only right? reason it's less calories is because they've made them a little bit smaller. Yes. But, yeah, but that's like them bringing out a um. A ten calorie one, and it's literally a bit out of a quality listen, street. Fucking listen, yeah, that's true. But Bullshit. if I buy, if I buy a fucking box of quality street, you think I'm not eating the whole fucking box of quality street? Because let me tell you, my friend, I will. <laughs> ten I calories will at a time, <laughs> and I will feel sick, and I'll do it again. Yeah. Was there anything? Is there anything in the novelization that's different from number two? No, but Apart there from are the, the things... broad shoulders of the. Yeah, so there are things that you're kind of, you're sort of privy to more thoughts, like when when Jennifer's in the house, Mm. she sort of makes observations that obviously we don't hear because they're just their thoughts. I was going to say it doesn't add, it does add, but it it certainly doesn't subtract from the movie, Mm. no, because of course it's a novelization of the movie Mm. rather than it was a book and then there was a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so there were just like a couple of things like, 
you know she says she looks at the wedding picture she says we got married in the chapel of love yeah. the chapel of love there's just a sort of another sort of thought of like why did we get married in the chapel of love what happened you know mm. what happened to the big white wedding that i wanted sort of thing so it doesn't really you know you're not missing out on much but it's sort of um more well-rounded i suppose yeah. thought so, and, uh, and also it was fun that he fluffed lines a couple of times and well, that the, was just funny. The, audi the audio yeah bit. yeah that was fun there's there's one bit where he, and then at the end he says i just like to um make a make a point of saying that it's really difficult to say the word DeLorean when it's in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he didn't edit anything. He's just like, no, just he didn't. Reading. And there's one bit where he, he flubs the word thugs, sort of says thugs or something. And then he says, oh, fuck. <laughs> Excellent. Thugs, you know. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. But you know, oh, yeah. Do you know, I think like audio books in general, it would be so good if, um, I mean, I know a lot of um, a lot of authors now, especially ones that are writing, yeah, I know they do write fiction, but are writing stories about their own life, they read their own audio books. But it would have been really good if Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd read the novelizations to the Back to the Future with the voices and stuff. It would be amazing. Yeah, because you were disappointed with his sort of lacklustre Doc. You need, to, you need to go a bit over the top with Doc, though, don't you? you well, to... yes, you do. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd is just fantastic. amazing. I love him so much. I like um, so Doc's great. fashion sense in number two. I like his like yellow and purple shirt. Um, yes, I like in... his binoculars. Yep, yeah, and he's got like the yellow, the kind of yellow long jacket on and stuff. yeah and he has the whole um he has the whole rejuvenate uh, rejuvi i've always loved that yeah. scene because because obviously it's so different. well this is the thing though like they they had to think of ways around that because in the first one it is him playing his younger self in the 50s when you see him in the 80s he's older but then after that it's not the 50s doc it's the 80s doc and yeah. Rather than have him in makeup all the time, let's get out of that by saying, well, I've gone to the future and I've been to a rejuvenation clinic. And it works. It works. What doesn't work is the fact that Michael J. Fox's hair is longer in this than it is in number one. And it pisses me off. It really <laughs> winds me up. So, you know, they had to reshoot. Yes. Um, the first part of Back to the Future Part 2 because. Yes. Because um, Claudia Wells wasn't doing, she didn't come back for Jennifer. Um, yes. So they had to read all, all of that. Let me tell you, I watched both one and two many times before I noticed. Really? <laughs> terrible. Really? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you ain't Marty or Doc. I don't give yeah, a shit. I don't care. Don't so care. Terrible. Don't I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm woman. All right. Yeah. And actually, we'll come on to some recasting conversation yes. in a minute. Yeah. But they reshot that scene for part two and so it all flowed in fine but his haircut is a bit longer and it's like you know the, the, that little detail winds me up and then when he goes back to to the 50s in part two and they they intermingle it with 
with scenes from number one, some of them scenes are taken from number one and other, other uh, different points of, of the enchantment under the sea dance that you didn't see. So it's Michael J. Fox now with fucking longer hair. So his hair keeps changing. So like when, when he's punched Biff, um, George McFly, and, okay. and, and his, his hair's longer. Then when he's up on stage singing Johnny Be Good, it's gone back to being short. Fucking hell. In someone's defence, this reminds me of the old joke about how people can't tell that Clark Kent is Superman just because he puts upon a pair of glasses. Mm. I want to suggest that people are so unobservant that even within four minutes, people would not notice in real life. In you know, real like, life, let's say, yeah. Let's say I that's guess true. If, if I've watched the same film over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of on you. Yeah. But, like, if Hayley came out now and had one inch shorter hair, yeah, or longer, you probably would probably not would notice. notice. No. no. You know, I remember being like, but he's just got glasses on. I don't understand. Why don't they? And then I read that, like, Charlie Chaplin famously didn't win a lookalike, a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dolly Parton didn't win a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Yeah. You know, like, and actually... So basically you're saying people, people are, are Yeah. 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 And I stand by Well, that. no that one... my political platform. No one at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance notices. So. They were all drunk. They were. They... <laughs> Like they I mean, the in, in in the film's defence, that whole sequence where it interlocks with things that are already, you've already seen before is very well done. It's very clever. Even long long when, hair aside, like even yeah, yeah. even when he's singing Johnny Be Good and he's, he's even when you know the are, scene where um, Marty Senior is in cafe 80s behind the counter and marty jr oh, also gets by chucked Michael over, gets chucked yeah. over. Even that, you know, because sometimes when you watch things and you know that they're doing a split screen yeah, thing, yeah. you can kind of see it. Yeah. Even that, and considering this was, you know, not nowadays. Yeah, I, I don't think it's dated I that think, much. No, no, I think they did that really well. And you know mm. the scene where Biff and... Old Biff, Biff, yeah, are yeah. in the car. In the car, yeah. And okay, they've got that line because of the window. Because of the window, but, yeah. Yeah, but um, but mm. even so, sometimes I watch things even now that are filmed like right now. Yeah. Um, and there's like I don't know like a millisecond of pause or something like they haven't they just haven't edited it well or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. But you can kind of see that I don't know. Just it just jars mm. somehow. But I mean, I was watching that the other day and thinking, do you know they they act they acted it well, they edited it well. They do it they quite a few times, it, but, don't yeah. they? As well, because yes, they do it yeah. with Doc when Doc uh, he's setting up for the for the lightning. Yeah, and, they did that scene is so good. That's really clever. Uh, Before we talk good. about the recasting thing, yeah, just because I will forget because I know what I'm like. I've read a thing about um, you know when they're in the tunnel mm. and. Uh, Basically, Doc saves the day with the um, with the string flag. with the um, what's it called bunting. Yes, that's right. I read a thing that was like they timed it perfectly because Doc did it loads of times, and so there are basically loads of 
loads of sort of dead end timelines where he fucked up and so there are all these like mm. dead Martys. What do you think of that? That would be amazing. What what a, um, a spin-off that would be. However, though, because how does that work? Having, having listened. No, but how does that work? That doesn't work because then you'd have like 20 DeLoreans in the... But basically, yeah. Well, so the idea is, and my brother Philip fucking hates fan theory. I mean, that one, yeah, I thought that was a clever idea until I thought there's going to be about 20 DeLoreans in this. Well, that he just keeps going back a couple of minutes or whatever. doesn't work. People need to shut up. All right. All right. Now we talk about the... When you said about the tunnel, I thought you were going to say that it's the same tunnel that's in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Is it? Um, Robert Zemeckis also directed. And also starred Christopher Lloyd. As the have really you, creepy yeah, fucking wow, judge. He's amazing, that's why. He is, he is. Um, have you seen a movie? Probably. It's called Cool World. Yes, uh, Brendan <laughs> Fraser? No. Oh, no. That I'm is Monkey Bone. The... Monkey Bone, sorry. Yeah, yeah which I also I haven't seen Cool World, but I know of it. Yeah. And, like, the only rule in it is that you can't have sex with cartoons. Hmm. Anyway, which is, just which, a side if note. We lived, if we lived in a world of human beings mingling with cartoons that would be the first thing that i'd want to do <laughs> with jessica rabbit um yeah or anyone to, to be fair I'd, I'd, <laughs> anyone I'd, I'd bang bugs buddy I'd, I'd i'd give it a go i'd uh mini mouse mini uh, mouse i'd give it no. a go daisy i'm on your team uh, she's a bit of a slut a bit... uh. oh maybe i like the bad duck yeah, I mean Jessica Rabbit's such a, such a cliche. cliche, isn't it? Yeah, you what know, about, I always go um, for the underdog. So, Betty, so Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, Bebo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine she's a bit needy. Like I imagine she's on heroin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that sort of loose jazz club kind of way. Yeah, probably Daphne or something from Scooby Doo actually, or She-Ra. That'd be that'd be nice. <laughs> She'd probably She-Ra'd probably break me in two. When I was a kid, I thought that um, She-Ra and He-Man were husband lovers. and Lovers. Yeah, they're not. They're, isn't, are they're, they brother and sister or they're cousins? No, they're cousins, yeah. yeah. Well, they could be husband and wife then. Cause, just cause That's cousin, true. That know. is true. I don't know what happens in Eternia, but... Um, hey, what, you know. what goes on in Eternia but stays roi- in Eternia. Royalty, you know. You can always oh, tell me about marry, marry your cousin. So. I'm trying to think of which cartoon character I would um, have sexual relations with, and any of the Disney princesses. I I don't roll that way actually. Oh, maybe Olaf. He's cool. Do you, <laughs> yeah. like, my, do you like my joke? Very good. Very good. That was a good joke. Mm. I wouldn't really fuck a snowman. Do I never thought I'd say that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that was a side note. Mm. So, recasting. Crispin Glover. What happened there? Controversial. Did he want more money? Was it he wanted more money? It was that he felt that the ending of the first one was contrary to what he thought the ending should be, i.e. that happiness came from material success. So he's kind of quite avant-garde as a human being. He was just like... Mate, I really disagree with this premise that it's only that they're happy because they made loads of money because he was a mm. successful author. Right? I thought it was though because he stood up for himself and he got some balls. It wasn't. 
he felt that because if that was the ending that would be fine and that would make sense and that's great but the point being that the family as a whole it appeared that they were happier because they were rich right i didn't get that from it because they still lived in that house but i suppose like he had that jeep and they were, you know, in tennis whites and it was all very sort of waspy, mm. um, New England country club kind of vibe. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, you say that you heard that it was because he wanted more money, but that's not, that's not <clears throat> well, no, what I, I thought. That's what I assumed. But, but then, ah, didn't, no. didn't he um, sue them? Because they used his, his likeness mm. in the second one. Yeah. And so he's obviously not in the third one at all. No. But in number two. Fine. But in number two, they kill him off. Yeah. Um, and they do that clever thing um in the future where I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't fucking know that it wasn't him when I was No, I didn't. Um, And because they tip him upside down, that always helps as well. But maybe was he more fussed was he was he fussed about being recast because that happens all the time but or was he more fussed about the, the, so kid, says, the you know the killing off bit and and marty finds the um newspaper cutting about george being murdered it's got a picture of george mcfly on there isn't it is that what he's pissed but, off about but is but no it's because they used um a face mold they used oh really yeah yeah i suppose they so, had them because they had the face mold because they made yes, up for when he looked older at the end of the first one. Exactly. Ah. So they they used prosthetics mm. and you know with sort of. And to be fair to the guy, guy that that does it after him, he, he did it really well, of yeah. course. But um, it says here that he didn't like the sequel's script. Right. But I also have seen. This is what Crispin Glover said in an interview. <clears throat> Had they only hired another actor, which is kind of what I thought had happened, that would have been totally legal and I would have been completely fine with it. Yeah. The use of, a face, of an old face mould went too far. Glover sued, and according to Doug Carey, his attorney at the time, the complaint itself was purposefully short and simple. Basically, you used my face, literally used my yeah, face. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there was, and now there's a there's a, a legal precedent. You can't do that anymore, can you? I don't think. Yeah, because and it's because of, because uh, of Crispin Glover. The Crispin Glover clause. Yes. Mm. Isn't it interesting though? Because he was obviously, and, and admittedly, he had a big part in number one. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, that's what he's known for, isn't it? Yeah. You know, he's known for Back to the Future. Um, so, and, and he, so and, and, and he here, is he's predominantly in number two as well. You know, he is, he, yeah. He, you know, maybe not physically, but he's he looms over it because obviously they use his likeness with the mask. But then when he goes back in time to the fifties, they're using bits of the film, aren't they? The original film. So yes, they are. that's Crispin Glover as well, isn't it? So yes. So you can see why it would be confusing because you'd think, well, if Crispin Glover's in the 50s section that must be crispin glover as the older if you wasn't in the in the know and you didn't bother looking into credits which at the time people wouldn't have done you know there wouldn't have been this oh let's go on wikipedia let's go on imdb you would come out of the cinema 
seeing Crispin Glover from the scenes from number one, plus the, the 2015 bit, and you would just yes. assume that was Crispin Glover all the way through. Yeah, I mean, I did until I was really, really old. Exactly, and Wikipedia became a thing and fucking researching the shit, you know. Yes. She's good in it, again. Oh, Leia Thompson as the mum. Again, she's mainly, well, she she does the little bit at 2015 where she's like all old and like, oh, hello, Marty. She's a bit like that. She does do it well. And I also thought well, that but when she the does prosthetics the... are good for what they are. You know what I mean? The, are you talking about the boobs later on? Or are you well, about... all of them. Yeah. The boobs. The yeah. boobs are shit looking. Yeah. But I think purposefully. I think, yeah, I think they get rounded, don't they? Because she's like, you're the one that wanted me to have these things. They get round it by making it intentionally bad surgery. You know, they look shite. You know, Plastic. they look fake. They look, yeah. I mean, she even said herself, I think she looked like a drag queen. But Yeah. Yeah. She does look like a drag queen. Do you yeah. know who she looks like a little bit? You know when Kenny Everett dressed like a woman? Oh, yeah, with the big plunging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, uh, and the best she always death. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the thing is, though, like Marty, when he wakes up and she's like, "What's wrong?" and he's like, "You're so, you're so, you're so big." I wouldn't have said yes. that. I would not no. have said that. No, you, you don't need to say that. <laughs> anyway, last time we spoke about Back to Future Part One, I gave you a, a couple of facts, and I wanted your opinion on them. And I think I'm going to do the same for this one. It was a so Back to the Future Part Two was originally going to be set in 1967 a version of part two script saw marty travel back to the year 1967 where he is arrested for not having a vietnam war draft card george and lorraine mcfly having successfully paired off at the high school dance grow up to become hippies in the anti-war counterculture craze the killing blow to the concept however was that the idea of marty going back in time to fix his parents mistakes was much too similar to the first film Instead, Zemeckis thought traveling to the future would be more fruitful. So what do you think? Do you think they would have got to a part three? Well, I think they would have shoehorned a part three out of it, but I don't know. Maybe I lack imagination. I can't envisage a world where he goes to 1967 and then what? He gets arrested and then... Do you know what I mean? Like It feels like a very very dead end of a story. I like think you get arrested and then Doc has to save him, I'm sure, yeah. somehow. And even though his mum and dad are part of that plot. Yeah, but not really. Not really. Right? I think what it's makes Back to the Future 1, 2 and 3 yeah. really good is, is that it's personable and it's it's mm-hmm. it's very focused on it's Marty personable and his family. And it's personal. Yeah. So then my other, the other fact, or it's not a fact really, the more question. So this goes back to what we were saying really at the beginning. Why is it okay to bring a hoverboard into the past, but not the sports almanac? Because the hoverboard does not give you the ability to make bets, to win bets. But what if they would have lost that and then someone would have found it? Listen, I've got, as I've already said, right, I think that Doc should have gone back to when Marty had that accident with the Rolls Royce driver. Mm. I suppose it goes back to what we were saying about 
making easy money yeah. is like corrupt fists mm. because it's like um it's like biblical isn't it because money is like the root of all evil and you know like <laughs> i just yeah, yeah. i just felt like i was being really wanky there but i do feel like it's because there's some sort of uh cautionary tale because here's what i was thinking and i have thought several times in the museum <laughs> It says that he placed his first bet when he was 21 and he became a millionaire overnight, right? So that's already quite a fucking newsworthy event, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And my feeling is that not necessarily immediately that that would change the events of the future, but surely butterfly effect and all. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a quarter of the way through that, almanac surely some of the results will have changed oh like he a knock-on effect and something yeah like. because he might he might buy something mm. that causes an effect on something which causes an effect on you'd like, to, you'd like to think or, yeah, at least one of the teams or one of the horses or something yes would be affected and then the game wouldn't happen like you know you which know, then in turn would then affect lot, other ones Yes, yeah. or at least one. I mean, at least one. Okay, I don't know that much about American football, but I know enough about the English Premier League mm. to know that, like, sometimes it is true, is it not, that a game is lost by... I support Arsenal, right? So let's say, like, Arsenal play Liverpool mm. and Liverpool are on a winning streak... But mm. they lose because Arsenal beat them because they were doing well just that day, mm. which causes a knock-on effect to Liverpool, you know, affects their confidence or whatever. And so it sort of spreads out through the season, mm. through the Premier League season, where at the, you know, at the halfway point, Liverpool were doing really, really well and Arsenal weren't doing very well. But how does Biff winning something because affect their team? Because, you know, <clears throat> and maybe it's only in the book, actually, but it is sort of alluded to a little bit. It's kind of polluted, isn't it, in um, 1985B? Mm. It's kind of dirty and grungy and something's going on. Yeah. And in the book, I think it's much more um, clearer that he builds, like, power stations and stuff yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Hill Valley. I don't yeah. know if that is... Um, he, he's obviously he, he's got. Yeah, I don't I mean, know like he, owns, he says he, he says he owns the police, so he's obviously got yeah. his fingers in a lot of. Pies. So he so he builds like power stations, right? Yeah, it's like Biffco or something like that. Called, yeah, that's right. It is Biffco. So my thinking is that because of the air pollution caused, which we can see visibly in yeah. Back to the Future Two, that will have a detrimental effect on literally the environment and mm. the physical health of nearby athletic yeah. teams, yeah. which is going to cause a knock-on effect on the results of his gambling. That's why I think that the almanac will work, let's say, 10 years max. I mean, mm. but then perhaps he doesn't use it anymore to gamble. Maybe you know, yeah. maybe because I know he keeps it in a safe, sure, but he's probably come on already earned enough money mm. 
to just you know have that as capital to yeah, sustain yeah, yeah. you know so mm. so perhaps that's a moot a moot point anyway anyway why is it okay though to bring a hoverball to the past because like you've just said there's a knock-on effect there what if someone or if a clever person was just walking down the street or or managed to catch sight of marty and biff I mean, at the end in the car and, we and catch the hoverboard well i'm just saying because no and i say that all i'm saying is no no no, is, no. This i is agree the question with you that's come up but are we going to pick up that thread because I would like to rather pick at the thread of why doesn't Doc stop the fucking car accident? I'm yes. now yeah. obsessed yeah. with this and car is it, accident. I guess this is the thing. You run the risk if you get too serious about it, of just going down this rabbit hole of, yeah, but what if this, what if that, what if this, what if that? And, yeah, it goes back to what we were saying. Just enjoy the film. Just enjoy it and, and love it for what it is. Well, sure, but I'm, I suppose because even though it is mentioned in the movie, I think it's kind of skipped across. And because I listened to the audio. Well, the car accident. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it it's, is. it's kind of resolved, isn't it? And focused on right at the end of number three. Right. And because, as you know, I've only watched number three Once. one and a half times, <laughs> right? One and a bit, and then you turn it off the other night. With that in mind, that mm. I'm only on two, which I have watched more than once. Yeah. Maybe not as much as number one. Yeah. Because it was on a lot when I was... Yeah, you're kind of thinking, well, what is this car accident? When, when you know... Well, because it took maybe three watchings mm. for me to go, oh, there was a car accident. Because it's just kind of like Lorraine mumbling some bullshit about yeah, you know what i mean Carson she's just sort of like oh you know your father, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. in a golf cart and he's yeah, in a thing he's all yeah. right and you know your father you know marty he did a thing <laughs> you know and you're like okay what okay yeah, yeah. it's all very mean. like yeah Do you know what i mean right and she's like he hurt his hand he didn't play his music and you know he doesn't like to be called yellow and oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, it's a lot and of so, um, I ca- um, so there's a lot of exposition and there's just a lot of flippy flappy nonsense yeah. that which again i didn't really concentrate on and you don't need to do you? you don't know because it's just no fun. exactly just fun and then as an adult, I remember watching it and being like, I remember saying to probably Philip, because it was on ITV2 every day for the rest of our lives. And it was it was on. And I remember saying to him, I don't I don't understand why, you know, what's going on? And he was like, oh, because of the car accident. And I'm like, what fucking car accident? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we get to that scene and he goes, listen. And I go, oh, it was a car accident. Oh, OK. Yeah. All right. So now I'm obsessed with why doesn't Doc go back to the fucking car, the car accident? Yeah. Why isn't that a thing? I'm going to Google I mean, I guess if he did you. that, we wouldn't have a whole movie of two and three, would we? We'd probably have a different kind of movie, to be honest. Well, apparently we'll have this one where they go to bloody Vietnam uh, to well, 1967. And so, wow, wow, wow. I mean, what right. sort of nonsense is that? That's gonna, a shit movie. Go on, so sorry. My, well, I was going to say my last fact for you is we're going back to 1985 alternative reality now. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Marty's sister Linda was supposed to reappear as a sex worker. 
Oh. Mm. So, Dark. as part two shows in horrifying detail, changes to the past can result in a radically different future. We've we've discussed this. As if this point wasn't driven home enough by George McFly's death and Lorraine's enslavement to Biff, Zemeckis and Gal also had a dark future planned for Marty's sister. According to early drafts of the script, the entire McFly family was intended to head down a bleak path in the event of Biff's rise to power. For example, Marty's brother Dave does not appear in the film, though Biff uses his probation as a bargaining chip with Lorraine. Um, in a deleted scene, which I've watched, um, it's revealed Dave has become an alcoholic because Marty actually meets, meets Dave in this deleted scene outside Biff's tower. The oh. scene was cut because another McFly sibling scene couldn't be filmed at all. Wendy Jo Sperber, who plays Marty's sister Linda, was meant to appear as a sex worker. So Biff does mention in number two. So he yes. talks about idiot son Dave about the yes. probation, and he yes. says, uh, "I'll um, cancel all her the credit cards." Credit cards, yes, which could could also line up with being a sex worker. You know, money, yeah, yeah, yeah. She needs money to survive while she's been a sex worker. How do you think that would have fared in a family friendly? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, time travel. The second you said sex worker, I was like, well, that's why they cut that out because yeah. it's like, was it PG now? <laughs> it, we've we've had at, these conversations before. I don't even know what they are anymore. At, at the at the most, it's I twelve. Watch them all. Surely it's twelve A. Surely twelve. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they're certainly family friendly, aren't mm. they? Even even in the dark nineteen eighty five B reality, it's still mm. quite. Family Tame, friendly, isn't it? Yes, Tame. it is. Yeah. Although, you know, um, the way that Biff talks to Lorraine in the 50s and the 80s and whenever, it's so dark, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe that's just me looking too much into it as a sort of adult. Oh, going, yeah, oh I my mean, God. oh my God, it's so dark. Yeah, he's a prick. He's a prick. Oh, isn't he? But I mean, and he's I hate probably to admit this, I, well, go on. very good looking. What version? The young version or the the Trump version? Well, the the young version. Mm. I mean, if if Linda's a sex worker, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't surprise me if he's if he's bought some off of her. Mm. No, I mean, no, yeah. There was a part. Of I mean, it, I it could go really dark, couldn't it? It could. But, and and no, you it, can I mean, you can dark. do you can do light-hearted sex worker because I mean I I watched. Pretty Woman for the first time the Do other think, week, and I fucking loved is that it. The first time I I've oh. never seen it, and, and do you know what? I actually said to Haley afterwards. I think this is actually one of my favorite films now, but it oh. starts off really weird, doesn't it? It's a bit like oh, this is a bit odd. Well, so the original story though was that oh, it was she a was lot addicted darker, to heroin. Yeah, 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 a yeah. lot darker. Yeah. Um, then once they whacked in that Go West song at the beginning, <laughs> you know, do you know? The greatest I, So song. I saw that film. Oh, I would have been maybe 11 mm. when I saw it. My favourite, favourite bit is one, I really love her boots because they go up to her thigh. Yeah, she's beautiful. So maybe, I mean, she, maybe I've anyway, got some sort but... of kinky fetish. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, no. No, but also, <laughs> but also, I fucking... Look, 11 year old Vicky, right? Mm. I'm picturing it in my head. Yeah, 11 year old I Vicky. 
fucking love when she takes that wig off. Yeah, the blonde wig, and she's there's like, just yeah. something, and she's sitting there watching anything um, about it or something. Yeah, I just, I mean, just that it just starts that she off. looks like one thing. Yeah, and then she takes that wig off. It I don't know, man. So... There's some sort of sexual awakening. I know. I totally agree. Um, it starts off so weird though, and a bit, oh, uh, you know, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna. This is a bit. I uh, don't know. Yeah. There's, oh, but by the end of are, it, yeah, you're, you're rooting for both of them, aren't you? You're just like, come there on, are, get with her, get with her. I mean, are, as soon as as soon as King of Wishful written. Thinking kicks yeah, in, just because of I, I forgot, I forgot it was. I forgot that song was in it. You know, I'd never seen the film, but I knew that song was in it. And then it comes on in the I credits, and that. I was like, I love, I'm going to love I this love film. I love West. I mean, yeah. Because our eyes, we never do thing. Imagination. Imagination never let us take. By the way, I still think King of Wishful Thinking is their best song. I know you know. Like literally, I, mean, I will, I will part a crowd if that comes on in a disco. <laughs> oh mate, I really want to win the lottery so or that I can own a nightclub. Let's be modern, a club. <laughs> or a disco tech. Let's go a to discotheque. the disco. Let's go to the discotheque. <laughs> <laughs> I get over you. I know I, no, will. I will. By the way, my chips not thinking. Followed by, don't take head. money, don't take fame, don't need no credit card to ride this train. Susan likes when we do singing. Do do singing. I like when you do singing. Do the singing. This has been a head full of straw production of Vicky Goes On and On with Vicky Stokes and James Wells.